I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. So are you in a big rush today? I have some stuff to do. Yeah. And it's my one day where I can do it. So I have, you know, T minus five hours, six hours. What's the big, can we know? Can everyone know or is it personal? It's no, it's just house stuff. And I, you know, I have a lot of work next week and on is on set and there's just like, I need another set of hands and today's like my one day to do it because tomorrow I got a haircut and da, 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 da. Like there's, you know. Oh, I'm getting my hair done tomorrow too. That's so funny. Oh, that's wild. Well, then we'll have fresh cuts when we see each other on Wednesday. Well, thank God. I don't need to see you like that anymore. I Yeah, I, I, I look forward to it. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm so sick of being blonde. I'm so sick of my hair being too short. And do you know what else is happening lately? It's really, really, really upsetting me. But I understand that it's obviously because I'm outside gardening all the time. But for the third time this week, someone was like, you're so tan. Oh, you hate that. Ugh. Oof. Kate, I hate it in a way I can't explain. I don't know what it is. I want to be very, very pale. I want to be like a porcelain doll. And no, I'm out there aging myself in the sun. Where's your hat? Don't you wear one of those big Panama? Yeah. Oh, I remember the hat. I know I have when I, w- I remember it like halfway through the day. Oh, that's number one. Number one. I know. And I also don't wear sunscreen like an idiot. Oof. What are you doing? I don't because I don't like the way it feels. I've tried everything. I've tried, you know, the ones that are like sneakily in your face cream. I still can feel it. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I need to turn it around because I'm going to look 90 by next week if I don't do something. I don't know, Leash. I mean, I'm not, a, I don't love the sun. I don't sit in it. I don't uh, by any means, but I'm not as opposed to it. No, I don't either, but I'm out in it. But I'm not opposed to it as you are. And even I wear sunscreen and a big old hat when I'm out gardening. I have to, mm-hmm. have to. I know. I got a big speech the other day from a good friend who's like 65. And she was like, oh, darling, no. You know, it was like a big... I know who that one yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Anyway, 
enough with the tan compliments. If you see me out in the world, that's not what I want to hear. Don't tell me that. I discovered the greatest drink and I'm going to say what it is shamelessly because I want an ad for them because I want free things of this, which is... Oh, is it not Spindrift? It's Spindrift Pineapple. Oh, shit. I need to try that. Game changer, this thing. Okay. It's like a little tropical holiday in a can. Oh, that looks good. And if you drink alcohol, this would be the most excellent mixer for your summertime beverage. Tequila, mezcal, I don't know. Vodka. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Thanks for the heads up. Mm, mm, mm. Damn. I have a whole case and I'm going to plow through it in like two days, I'm sure. Will you save me one? Because I do want to try that. Yeah. 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 Well, we have a whole other slew of listener questions and I'm very excited because it is, as we always say, our favorite day. We didn't get through them all last week. So we just have, we're just going to keep going till, you know, maybe we'll, people will run out of questions. I don't know. I'm going to be, I'll be, I, I think I've said this before. You have. I already know it. Th- these are my favorite episodes. You've said it. And I just said it again before you said it. And I have to say, I mean, I love when we have, you know, friends on as guests, but I don't want to be Charlie Rose. I don't like interviewing people. It's not fun for me. Well, you're not. So I can make you feel better with that one. But the pressure of interviewing someone, nor do I want to be. So the Q&A things are so much fun because it's also hard to think of a topic each week. Like, what are we going to talk about today? Socks? Yeah, but yeah, but we're on the flip side, we're very opinionated people. So this is a great avenue for us. Exactly. So anyway, my favorite episode. I heard there was a lot of calls. I know. Let's get to it. Yeah, let's hear them. I mean, I'd love talking to you more, but... No, we can shoot the shit later. Hi, it's Patrice from New Zealand. And yeah, here's what I want to say. With my dog's hand, I'm really trying to get in my way. (laughs) Um, I watched um, Carrie Mulligan in A Promising Young Woman the other day. And at the end of her performance was um, the song Just Call Me Angel. Um, And I found it really, really overwhelming. It really summed up the entire film. And uh, sometimes music completely changes the way that you see things. And um, I'm just wondering about um, you guys with your experience in acting and how it is. For, like, I think about, like, Grey's Anatomy, um, where... To me, that was really like the first shift from doing music, but music in TV, into actually putting music into it. Um, and I'm just wondering what you guys think about that um, and how you feel that the music in the L word really shifted the tone. Because it really did um, from an audience perspective. Yeah, I mean, I for sure agree that music changes everything in film and television. It can also ruin it. Have you seen um, Promising Young Woman? No, but I saw Carrie Mulligan's SNL skit the other day, which was amazing. <laughs> Lesbians by the Sea. <laughs> that was the greatest. I must have watched that twice. Um, but no, I haven't seen Promising Young Woman yet. Do I need to? Sounds like I do. I mean, I'll be honest. Is she calling it Just Call Me Angel of the Morning? Is it that? Hold on. I'll tell you. Promising Young Woman, Woman. it's, I don't know, like, if you like it, 
I didn't love it as much as I wanted to, but the music in that is absolutely genius. They do a Britney Spears score. It's it's amazing. Like really good music cues. Yeah, but watch it. I think you probably would like it. It's a very stylized kind of film. Anyway. So is it a composer that's doing covers and changing the arrangements? And Yes. Yes. That's one of my favorite ways to do music in television. Me too. To not just have like a needle drop and like have the song play, but yeah. There was a Gap commercial where they did uh, an instrumental version of Pixies, Where Is My Mind? Mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, good. As for, uh, <laughs> well, no, like you said, you like, you like, you like recomposed music. That's another example. And I remember it stuck out in my brain. But yeah, needle drop music can really make a show or a scene pop and it can do the exact opposite as well. Well, she's right. I mean, Grey's Anatomy, or was it? No, at- wasn't it Allie McBeal that started that whole thing first? Am I on crack? Um, I never watched Allie McBeal. But Grey's Anatomy did the, was very famous for needle drops. It's like contemporary popular music. How long has Grey's Anatomy been on? When did it start? Did you just say Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. How long has that show been on? Oh, like eight, 18 years. So 2003 or four, then it's come out. I mean, it's been on forever. I feel like it is like season 18 or something. There had to have been other shows that had like the famous, you know, needle drop moments. Yeah, I think they were one of the the first to come along that that was like, we're going to do this all the time through the show. Like, it's not just going to be, you know, one moment. You know what I think? Can I say something in terms of music and music and film and television? It's not even needle drops. It's you have to have a good score. If you don't have a good score... It'll ruin a performance. It'll ruin a scene. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and like, that's the thing that I, I don't know, I'm very always attuned to or the scores. And if if a score is overpowering a scene or telling me how to feel, you lost me. Well, that's the thing. If If it's done really well, it enhances the movie. If it's beautifully written and beautifully composed, I guess that's the same thing. But you know what I mean? Like, if it's done to tell you what the characters it's indicating it's indicating yeah it's and it's too obvious because the if the actor isn't doing it already then it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb but when it's done really well you're sobbing and you don't know why exactly that's what i'm saying because it's so subtle and beautiful and it's or you're terrified or you're on the edge of your seat or you're happy or whatever it is mm-hmm. i agree it's um you know good composers it's all about a good composer What's the next one? Hey, Lisa. Hey, Kate. Um, my name is Yelena. I'm from Switzerland. And I've been a fan of the podcast. It's so much fun. And it's really cool to to see the, you know, the humans behind the characters of a uh, wonderful series. Um, so I have a question for you, too. Um, if you had one shot to travel back in time, you have 14 billion years, so the whole, you have the whole um, time of existence of the planet Earth. You have one shot to travel back in time for 24 hours. Where do you go? She really opened it up from our Jesus limited version of that. I mean, now I'm like, oh my God. I have to say, I would want to be around for how the hell it all happened for the Big Bang. Was there nothing and then there was something or was there always something? And this is just an infinite continuation of what was always there. I'd like to be there. I'd like to see how this whole damn thing 
started. Well, then um, I'll let you know. You go and do that and then come back to present time and fill me in. I'm sure I would blow up one. But if I let's pretend I could survive, I'll definitely come back and tell you. Great. Then, you know, take it, take it for the team. What what uh, year should I meet you in? Uh, no, you can come back to here. Come back to present time. Oh, like just well, you have to answer the question. I don't. I can't think of anything. It's it's very broad. I don't know. I don't. I don't know when I want to go back to and. Okay, I have another answer. I have two. Okay, go. Okay, I'll do two because you didn't do one. I would also like to see the dinosaurs. Not to sound like a geek, and I would be scared shitless, and I'd be hiding, obviously. But I would love to see a bunch of dinosaurs. The ones that walked, the ones that flew. Kind of just get a, you know, if I have 24 hours, I want to see as many as I can. Not get eaten. Well, that's the million. That's, that's the, that's the hope. Well, no, I would have to be, the rule before I go would have to be like, you're not going to get eaten or stepped on. I don't know if you could make the rules. It depends on, you know, what sort of time machine. They would be the kind where I don't get eaten. Okay. Anyway, I'll get some good selfies (laughs) with the dinosaurs and I'll come back and show you those as well. Hey, listen. Talk about becoming an influencer, you and the dinosaurs. No one else could top that one. It'll actually help me get back on social media. Okay. <laughs> I have some really good content. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Layla. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Paris and currently studying law in New York. I want to start by saying thank you to the both of you and to everyone involved in the L Word, the original series as well as Generation 2. I can't begin to tell you what those shows mean to me. Um, to say it briefly, watching the L Word felt like I was underwater for years, and then someone reached out and pulled me out so that I could breathe again. Having characters and actors that look like me and belong to a community that I identify with was life-saving, and for that, I'm forever grateful. On to my questions now. The first one is, I've always wanted to write a TV show, something for future, future generations to have, I've got a pilot and a couple of episodes written, but like I said, I'm in law school and I have no idea how to make that happen. So do you have any tips for that? My second question is, have you ever thought of having fans on the podcast? I'm not asking just because I would be a great guest. I'm just genuinely curious. Um, P.S. Would you pass along my gratitude and admiration to Jennifer, to Eileen and everyone else in the cast? Um, because I owe them so much. So thank you. With all my love, Layla. That's so sweet to say. Thank you, first of all. Like, I mean, it cha- it changed our lives as much as it changed yours, right, Kate? I mean, to be a part of the show. I'm just thinking what an under what an what an underachiever I am. I mean, she's in law school, and then she's been writing this project on the side. Yeah, I need to get my act together. No, no, don't. You don't need to take it. Never compare your life by someone else's. I mean, it's you know that. No, of course. I'm just saying. It's like wow. It's like respect. It's you know. It's like. She's getting a lot done. Yeah. She's really, you know, taking life by the horns. I don't, I mean, the answer from my side is I have no idea how you get things through. I mean, I think it's just important that you have this creative outlet and never close it down for yourself. It sounds like something you're really interested in as smart as you are, you know, as, as a future attorney, this sounds like a passion for you. So you might be writing something incredibly brilliant, um, I would say take some classes, read a lot of books on it. I write too, like I do side stuff, but I, this, the, the part about getting it made and getting it in the right hands. And I mean, that's a whole different ball of wax right there. 
And I, I, I have no answers. I just think find the people you respect, uh, ask their opinions. Yeah, I think, you know, when you get into the inner workings of how, you know, things get made and, and purchased and everything else, it's amazing that anything gets made in this town, truly. It's a miracle. Leash, you and I have, yeah, you and I have firsthand experience with that. And then I've heard it from others who, you know, do have careers as, you know, film and television writers. But Leisha's right. Do it for yourself and make it pleasurable. Because I think the moment it starts becoming a chore and a job, it, you, you start to lose that excitement and gumption. And always do it for yourself. Yeah, that's really good advice. But also be open to, to criticism because I think, right. yeah. you know, we get handed scripts a lot for opinions. And, you know, you find yourself being nice because it's, you know, it feels like the right thing to do. And Really, if you really want to know what, how, how you are as a writer, I mean, just say, you have to tell me, like, just if this is terrible, tell me if this is, I don't know, just around every turn in your story, ask for criticism. I think it'll help you grow, right? I mean, certainly. I mean, listen, if you're ever precious about your material. Never think you're too good because those are the people that are terrible. You're going, yeah, if you're very precious and you think you have nothing to learn, well, then you're not going to learn anything. You're never going to grow. So there's, there has to be a level of detachment at a certain point where you just want someone to look at it as its own entity and separate yourself from it. Well, I also think if you think you're amazing already, then you're probably just average, right? Oh, guaranteed. A hundred percent. The moment you think you have it figured out, you know that this is not the path for you because I, this is the one job. Pack a bag. Pack a bag. Because honestly, if there's, if you really feel like there's nothing left to learn, then what are you doing? There you go. Said it by the best in the biz. You heard it here first. I'm so tan. Every time I laugh, I turn bright red. I see it. It's very upsetting. You don't, I have to say, you really don't look that, you don't look that tan from my end. You don't. I mean, you look a little warmer than my skin tone, but I haven't been in the sun gardening all week. So, but you don't look tan. All right. We don't have to dwell on it. It's, It's my own battle. Okay. I know. I'm just telling you. And having blonde hair doesn't help. I look like a red and white. Why? Blondes look good with, with a tan. Sure. It depends who you ask. You're not, you're not, you don't like t- being tan. That's it. I know. But I'm just saying you don't look as tan as you feel like you do. Thank you. Okay. That feels good. We got that. We got, are we okay now? Yeah. We're good. Away? Yeah. Thank you for going back one more time. Okay. You bet. Let's take a break. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra many. brands? Ugh. And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things and it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Hey guys. Hey, um, how's it hanging? I'm, I'm Ren and I'm calling from gloomy Western Massachusetts. Pretty, pretty gray day today. Hopefully it's nice and sunny over there, uh, over there in California. Um, yeah, I'm calling, uh, from Massachusetts, where I'm finishing up uh, one month left of college. Woo, 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 raise the roof. Uh, you'd asked me or if you had told me four years ago I would be doing my theater degree on Zoom right now. I would have laughed. Um, but I also probably would have laughed if you had told me that there was a global pandemic happening. So I guess if, uh, if I got one gift out of the pandemic, it was pants. I mean, come on. I now every week just listen to pants, which is awesome because I love you guys so much. And it's so cool to hear who you are as people outside of the L word and, and the other various roles and uh, like hearing, catching up with old friends, um, which I guess in retrospect is kind of terrifying for you guys to hear somebody that you've never met refer to you as old friends. But moving right along, my question <laughs> for you guys is, what is your make it and break it media? Meaning, uh, you know, your film, TV, what have you of choice, uh, your make it being the thing that is like your holy grail. Like you meet somebody new and you're like, this is it. This is what I love. And if they're like, no, oh, I, uh, I actually, I've never really gotten on board with that. That's like, oh my God, this is my make it media. I don't, I don't see anything. You can't get behind this. You can't get behind me. And then in reverse, your break it media, you know, is the thing where you meet somebody and they're like, I love XYZ. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that's, all I need to know uh, before I end this end this friendship. So, so yeah, what's your make it and break it media? All right. Catch, well, I won't catch you later, but bye. Listen, first of all. What an, odd, what an odd but interesting question. I like it. I already. I do too. I never thought of it like that before. A make it or break it. I already have, have my answer. Well, first of all, I want to say that my entire half of my family is from Massachusetts. So. Shout out to Massachusetts. Um, if somebody does not want to go to a movie theater, goodbye. I love nothing more than a really cozy night with a big bucket of popcorn 
and a great movie. And I mean, either with friends or someone I love, like I love uh, 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 going to the movies. Remember when we would have a group of our friends, we'd all go see the movie. That's what I mean. And we make a big night out of it. Yes. It's my favorite. But I miss that. Yes. I miss it like crazy. So much. But if somebody was like, I don't really like going to the movies. And I don't know. I don't know those type of people. I don't hang out with those type of people. Yeah, I agree. I think my break it. Um, no, it's your make it first. I have to say my your make it first. Meaning if I will make it if you like this or. It just means what, what do you love the most that if somebody was like, oh, I don't like that, you'd be like, uh-uh, we're not. We can't be tight. I think it would be if sitting on the couch watching TV, it would be your number one favorite media. Yeah. I, if someone's like, I can't do that, you'd have a hard time being with yeah, them. Yeah, I like I, I, I like being cozy at home. I really do. And I appreciate this even more as I get older, even though I used to enjoy it when I was even though I've enjoyed it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um there's a beauty to the simplicity. And, you know, if you just can't be simple sometimes and just kick back and relax and not have to be entertained or, you know, then I don't think I don't think I'm the person for you. So you choose you choose television at home is your favorite media. Yeah. Although I do love going to the movie, though I do okay. love going to the movies. Yeah, that'd be your, your follow up or your second runner up. OK, my break it is old timey black and whites. I can't do it. I can't do it. I've tried. I can't stand the noise. Like the, the, the actual quality of the sound drives my ear crazy. I don't know what it is. I get bored with the black and white picture. I I need color. I don't know what it is. So if somebody's like, oh, I love nothing more than an old timey black and white. Goodbye. I've already like, I, I, I passed out halfway through that sentence. In fact, I had an ex-girlfriend who tried to get me into this and I hated it. And I was in my 20s and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm way too young for this shit. (laughs) And then when we broke up, she thought it was some sort of like braggadocious thing to tell me that this person she was with after me loved old timey black and whites as well. And I thought, have fun, old ladies. Have fun. Thank God it's not me. Anyway, that's my that's my break it. You don't like the black and whites. That's fine. I do not like musicals. Don't make me sit through it. Whether it's The Sound of Music or Chicago or that Cats remake or Mary Poppins or I don't know. Think of a musical. Not my scene. I'm not interested. That's where I'm going to pass out. Even live? Are you just saying ones that are on television that are movies? Like movies? Movie versions of musicals, or you don't like musicals even in the theater? Period. I do not like musicals, period. I went to so many Broadway shows with my mom when I was younger, musical like musical Broadway shows, and they were fun and exciting. They were visually stimulating, but I always enjoyed just a straight up play so much more. And so when they do remakes of musicals or there's original musicals that I would have to sit through either in movie theaters or growing up or what have you, I'm not interested. I have a couple of things to say to you. One is it's a miracle we're friends because of this big, fat, giant gape of a divide. Secondly, I know this about you and I never shove it. I I could say that about some black and whites. I know, but I never shove it down your throat, do I? Do I? Do I shove black and white movies down your throat? No, but I didn't know you liked them. 
there's certain there I don't it's not my it's my it's not my go to, but there's some good ones. There's really good ones. There's a handful I can get through, but in general, it's a sort of a general sweep I'm making. There's a couple that I'm like, okay, I've watched it. It's pretty good. Then I would like to also say to you, that's bullshit because you love Grease too. Yeah, that's different. It's not different, Kate. Different. It is different. It is such a musical. It's different. First of all, uh-uh. Michelle Pfeiffer is in that. Okay. She's singing. What's her name? Stephanie. Stephanie's a pony. I think her character's no, that's name my, was in that. It's not <laughs> yeah, it was. I think it was. It was Stephanie. No, it's not. Is it ready? It was something Italian. Yeah. Something like something. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something. Anyway, um, I don't love musicals, Leisha. I'm sorry. They're not my thing. I, I just had to call you out. I went to see Chicago in the movie theater and I think I fell asleep. Oh, and one more. Usually animated. Oh, yeah, but they can be brilliant. But I'm 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 with you. We we agree on that. But then they can be really, really good and you're surprised. Some some of them are great, like Finding Nemo, uh-huh. brilliant, or the old Disney I love, but I think it's the newer stuff that I'm not ever keen on. We went to see that movie A Dog's Life. No, what was that thing with the dog? Remember that years ago? Flash? Was that what it was? I think no, I think the I don't know. It was like I remember all the animals spoke to each other. They had like their whole their own life. I know what happens when you go away or something. Thought what dogs do when you're I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. And it was cute for like twenty minutes and then it got really old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Okay. Yeah, those are the make it and break it. So God, if there's if there's a animated movie that is a musical, you'd probably you'd need like emergency nine one one. Well, no, actually, no. But here's the thing. It's like, this is like, these are, it's kind of broad because The Little Mermaid. I love The Little Mermaid. I could sing The Little Mermaid. I know all the words to every song in The Little Mermaid. That's an animated musical, but that's... Can you give us a little taste right now? Just a little. Come on. No, I have to hear the music composed. I have to hear the thingy. Sorry. Come on. One, like, give it like a bar. Like, I don't, I'm not looking for a full song right now. Okay, hold on. Let me think. I haven't heard it in many, many years. Hold on. Okay, I think I have it. Look at this place. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? You just, you just made my whole life. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so Thank welcome. you so much. I hate that <laughs> meant the world to me, and I'm sure a lot of people. Thank well, you, you're thank welcome. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You can, oh my God, when you did the little speaking bits. What? What did you say? You know, when you did the little speaking parts. <laughs> I got 20. <laughs> you want thingamabobs? I've got 20. See, it makes you feel good when you do it. When you sing in a musical, oh. it makes you look great. Thank you, Kate. I mean, really. You're welcome. Uh, talk about an early birthday present. Listen, months, months ahead. Oh God. I don't know if I can recover from that. Well, at least I got one birthday present for you down. I never thought you would do that for me or anyone. Thank you. So great. You're welcome. What do I have to sh- What am I hiding? What do I, I mean, whatever. Oh my God. And we have it recorded too. It's not even like I just witnessed it alone. Here's the deal. The Little Mermaid is a tried and true classic. If you don't like little The Little Mermaid, it's like kicking a puppy. What are you doing? Like it's. You're just contradicting yourself left and right. It's so great. 
How so? Why? Because I say I don't like a musical, yet I love The Little Mermaid. It's different. It's a classic, classic. Yeah, if I were to edit this back to back, it's different. It's different. You really like to justify your choices. But as for watching the movie Chicago, oh, snooze. Or Les Mis, fucking snooze. Cats? I mean, I know that was a travesty, but even if, you know, even (laughs) still snooze. Wow. Okay. Watching them, watching them on, yeah. Yeah, not my thing. Okay. But you're right. I am contradicting myself because I love West Side Story. I know I'm right. That's another thing that I grew up... One of the greatest musicals ever written. Yeah. Okay. But you have to understand, Leisha, I I grew up with all this stuff. So it's like, it's like I'm a little desensitized to it. And there are certain ones where I hear it and I'm like, Jesus Christ, if I have to hear this one more time, I'm going to scream. Oh my God. You're so lucky you grew up in that world. Well, my mom was retired. You still have to get your mother on here. She was retired. It's not like, you know, I was, you know, it's not like I was you know, backstage with her. She has the greatest stories of all time. She has the best stories. When I was an understudy for Shirley MacLaine, and you're like, what? Oh, and I taught Liza Minnelli to do this, and I did it. What? I mean... She taught Julie Andrews. She's ha- She has Liza Minnelli stories. Trust me, I made sure I got them. She does. No, she does have... No, she has amazing stories. That woman... If we could get Liza Minnelli on this podcast, I would die. I just want to say that <laughs> publicly on the record, if anybody knows her, dear God. <laughs> All right. What's the next question? I'm Angie I'm calling from New York City, and I thought I'd ask you guys a random ass would you, re- would you rather question. Would you rather have whatever you're thinking appear above your head for everyone to see or have absolutely everything you do live streamed for everyone to see. I'm excited to hear your answers. <laughs> Angie, those are two horrible. They're both horrible. so frightening. C- can I tell you, Leisha, have you ever played Would You Rather with Anna? Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great, but it, it induces an anxiety attack. And that Would You Rather, I just had a thought of that's something that she would probably ask. It's really one for the books. What? This one? Well, they're terrible choices. They're horrible. But that's the point of would you rather. Yeah, like, they're. Te- it's it's like they both. Which awful decision would you rather have? They're horrible. I don't want either. I don't hate would you rather. I would pick number one. I don't either. But I, if I had to, I would pick number one and have what I was thinking above my head. No, you no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Well, I would just pick and choose where I went that day. And I would pick places that where I had pleasant thoughts. Yeah, sometimes you can't control that. But if somebody put me in the lion's den of judgment or somewhere where I feel very, you know, opinionated. But you are quietly opinionated and you are quietly judgmental. I know. So I would be worried about my bubbles. (laughs) And the problem is that the people don't know you. They don't know that you're being judgmental, but that fucking judgment meter is like hitting the red all day long. You do not want that bubble over your head. That's not true. First of all, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like a quiet bitch. No, I just... You have many thoughts. You have many thoughts. Okay, but you say everything out loud, mostly. And it's it's one of my favorite qualities about you. And you're actually super duper funny because you'll <laughs> you'll put into words what I'm thinking. We're thinking the same thing, but you'll say it. There are certain things I won't say. You don't want that bubble over your head. <laughs> well, I know, but you... <laughs> But you let the air out of the bag a little bit with like getting it off your chest. Yeah. <laughs> I keep it all in and I tell you on the phone later. Yeah, that's yeah, that is true. 
And nobody's the wiser, right? Yeah, but maybe I need to adopt your quality. Well, maybe we need to get a little bit of each other. Yes, agreed. You know, meet in the middle. Yeah, we there's, there should be that that happy medium. What about, what's the other one? Live streaming your life? 20, that sounds horrible. It all sounds horrible, Angie. That's, no, that's, that's life and hell. This is all horrible. Angie. Awful. I hate would you rather. But we love you. Thanks for the question. <laughs> Thanks for the anxiety attack. Hi, my name is Jennifer. And my question is, what would be the best place to take my girlfriend on a vacation that's not super expensive? Okay, thanks. I, I don't know. That's random. Where do you live? <sighs> you could go to Palm Springs. You could go to Arrowhead. You could go to, you could go up north. You're assuming she's on the West Coast. I don't know. I'm just, you could take a drive up the five and go to Big Sur. I think one of the cheapest and most, mm, I wouldn't say it's like constantly enjoyable, but it has it, no, it has its uh, ups and downs, but it's packed with adventure any day, any night is a road trip. That's what I would do. I would go, yeah, I would go on a road trip and I'd have some, some great destinations and, you know, it's, you just really get to know the person. You get to go through a lot together. Um, there's like survival things probably thrown in sometimes. I've always wanted to go on a road trip to the Grand Canyon. I've always wanted to see that. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen the Grand Canyon? Mm -mm. Oh, I'll go there with you. I'd like to do a cross-country trip. Like, I would love to drive across country. Yeah, I've done it 8 billion times. You have to. It's it's amazing. I think there's so much to see in America, and most people haven't done it. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's why I think road trips are great, because you see things you'd, you'd exactly. never thought you'd see. And it's, it's just, I don't know. And then you're on your own schedule and you don't have to worry about airports. Yeah. I think it's the airport. It's the it's the art of travel that has really taken the joy out of trips because it's turned into a job onto itself. And I always think it's like, all right, well, if I'm going to take a long plane ride somewhere, then I'm going to make it worth my while and stay for a couple of weeks. But we don't always have the time or the finances or whatever. So on a road trip, I agree. I love a road trip. Cheap and fun. But I like road trips alone. I don't like road trips. Oh, I think they're good in both. I like road trips. Yeah, they're both they're both great for different reasons. But they're really fun with people you love. They're really fun. No, they are. They are. But there's also a joy in just doing it by yourself, too. Yeah. Hope that helps. But life should be shared. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Did you not read Into the Wild? That was the whole lesson in the end. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Oh, yeah. Let's take a break. All right, we're back. Um, I think we can take one last question, right? Hi, Lisa and Kate. My name is Jamie. I live in Chicago, Illinois. I'm a registered nurse. I first found your show when I was in college trying to discover myself. And I kind of think that the original L word helped me to discover who I am. I'm really grateful to you guys for being such great role models. Um, if you guys could have any guest star appear on the show, who would it be and why? Thanks. Mm. Uh, can I can I admit something? Right when she said she was in nursing school, yeah, and the show changed her life. I thought she was talking about pants. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about her other life. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh god, that's so funny. Okay, um, go ahead, Kate. I'm sure you have your answer first. Guest star, favorite guest, a uh, dream guest star. That's hard. That's another hard one. There's so many good ones out. There's so many, so many good people. I'm going to put two out there. 
Don't ask me what storylines they're in. Don't ask me what characters they're playing. I'm only thinking Mm -hmm. of two of my favorite people to watch. All right. Francis McDormand and Patricia Clarkson. Not like they would ever do the show, but that's who I want. <laughs> that's mm, good picks. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's not what it's about. We're in a fantasy right now. I would pick Carol Burnett and Lily Tomlin. And I would want to have scenes with them. I wouldn't want them to just be on the show and I never got to work with them. Then I'd be super sad. No, the whole thing is no, no, no. That's okay. We get to play with them, right? Okay. We get to play with them. It just don't like put it, just don't like th- they played this person and that. No, forget it. It's just. Well, they'd be playing someone, Kate. They're not going to come on. I know. And... I'm saying without specificities, like you don't know, but yes, they're in, they're in. Oh, yeah. We, we're, nobody's expecting you to write the show right now live. We got it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If the sky was a lim- the limit, could you imagine? Wouldn't that be amazing if we got all oh, four women? So good. All right, let's do one more. I know you said, let's do one more. Hi, Kate and Lisha. Uh, my name is Scout. I'm 16. And um, I, I, I love the show a, a lot. And I was wondering if you guys had any advice on how to ask a girl out. Because I think I just got my first crush and I don't know what I'm doing. And... I need help. Uh, okay. Um, I hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, I, I love you so much. Have a good day. Bye. That's adorable. Did you say, did she say her name is Scout? Yeah, her name's Scout. Yes. Is her mother a fan of Harper Lee? Probably. Amazing. First of all, you've, you're already. Great name. Yeah. No, you're ahead with that name. You scored in the name department. Like any girl should be like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. I don't know. But respect to your par- your parents for agreeing to name you Scout. I wonder what her last name is. What a great name. Advice on you got your first crush. That's a big deal. So you're 16. So what grade is she in? Was she a senior? Like, yeah. No, like like a sophomore, junior. Junior? Okay. Sophomore going into junior, maybe. I mean, I need more details. Is she gay? Is the girl gay or is she straight? And Scout's scared to like, oh my God. Let's just say you have a crush. I know, let's, but she wants to ask her out. Let's just say you have a okay, crush. Okay, but she wants to literally ask her out. So I was wondering like what hers. All right. Can I? What hurdles she had to jump. Can I Can yeah. I say something? It's it, I, It's so different now. Like back when we were in high school. In the 1800s. The odds are they're not gay, right? Probably the best choices to keep that crush quiet because you know it what are you kidding oh i no i disagree i think the world has opened up so like no leisha you're not like you're not letting a me, lot of people are like open to no no huh? no you're not letting me finish you're not oh, letting me finish i'm saying when we were in high school back in like 80s 90s the odds are that your crush felt the same way uh eh, it's a little tricky but now People are like that. This generation is so much more open and they're just more open and and they're more fluid and they're more educated. And so the odds that this that this girl, you know, could say yes are much higher than they would be back in the day. Right. Oh, good. I thought you were saying the opposite. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you didn't let me finish. I'm so sorry. I really apologize. No, it's okay. So anyway, so for that, I mean, you have that working for you, Scout. Lucky you. But that's a scary thing. That's, I don't know. I'm like, I'm feeling for you. That's overwhelming and and, and intense. I'm going to come full circle and I'm going to say, maybe don't phrase it like a date, but just say, hey, would you like, I'm going to say it. Would you like to go see a movie with me? So it's just an occasion. It's a like, it's a hangout. It's a, and then a movie is a really fun 
thing to do because it's like dark. And if you do feel the vibe, you could like touch your hand. You know, you can, can kind of be like a slow rollout. I'm going to say no to the movie. Okay. Jesus. And then re- no, only because it's like this person says, yeah, sure. But you don't really know them. It's the first time like you're hanging out with them and you're going to sit in a dark theater and not talk for two hours. There's so much before the movie and after the movie. It's not, you don't just pick them up, drive them there in silence and then have an Uber come get them. Well, also the odds that the movie theater is, I don't know where Scout lives. The odds are that the movie theater is open at this time. Oh. Could be slim to none. You might be waiting a little while. Why don't you right. just say, hey, would you like to, like, like, are you free this weekend? Would you like to hang out? Maybe do something. Keep it open. But what are they going to do? Do what? I don't know. Then Scout can use her imagination and think of something fun. Like, I don't know where Scout lives. I need a location. I need to like, visualize this environment. There's also like a day hangout where you could go to a park or something, like go through it for a walk around the city or town, whatever you live in. That's what I was thinking. And kind of walk and talk, go get some ice cream. That's what I was thinking. Go for a walk. Stop in a park with a blanket. Yeah. If this was me and I and I said that and I was back at home, I would say that. Like, why don't we just like take a walk, you know, walk in the neighborhood, like take a walk around the city. But maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There's, that's something sweet because then you're, I don't know. There's something you're tangibly experiencing something with someone else. Yeah. And you're getting you know? to know each other. Yeah. And you, like you said, get an ice cream, grab a grab a tea, like do something, wander around. Yeah. I think they're two great ideas, I think. Sorry, Scout. It's been a while, but... Scout might be like, you guys are lame. <laughs> yeah. I would do that today. I, I don't care. I'm not 16, but I'd, sound, if somebody asked me to do that, I would love it. I like the idea of a park, too, like going to a park and like grabbing a tea and having a sit down on the bench and just, you know... Yeah. Or no, no, you get a blanket and you lay in the grass. Or you do that. And you get to lay there and like... Yeah. Yeah. There's something really cute about that. Well, good luck. Scout, good luck. Yeah, Scout, let us know. Can you let us know if she says yes? Go get her. Yeah, call back in. <gasps> what a great idea. Don't get us invested and then never call back in. And now we're wondering. Let us know. I know. Well, thank you, everybody, again. That was a good episode. Thank we you. We love you so much. We love your questions. You guys spark so much um, imagination and uh, curiosity. And thank you. It's fun to share this with you. And we're going to do more Q&As because we love them so much. And we'll see you next week. Yes, you will. Pants. Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram, at the Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. And graphics are by Love Fox. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.